Welcome to Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. My name is John Bartlett, and I'm your host. Rabbi Gadi Capella is the rabbi of congregation Tifereth Israel in Greenport on the North Fork of Long Island. He is also the president of the East End Jewish Community Council in Long Island. Initially born and raised in Israel, he moved to New York after completing a four-year military service. After graduating from Yeshiva University, he worked in the banking and consulting industries while completing a master's degree before later becoming a rabbi. Through his own experience with dogs over the years and his study of the Jewish faith, Rabbi Gadi has noticed several ways in which dogs are connected to the religion and how they can heighten our spirituality. Rabbi Gadi, thank you so much for joining us today on Dog Save the People. How are you today? I'm good, good. Thank you. Thank God. Welcome. So you're out on the North Fork of Long Island. Whereabouts are you? It's the the end. I always say, you know, it's the, the tra- on the train at the last stop. Okay. Oh, that's beautiful out there. Mm-hmm. Growing up in Israel, did you have a dog or were you around dogs as a kid? I always had dogs. I was always a, a dog fanatic. And um, at home, it was difficult because my, especially my mother, didn't like dogs. Yeah. You know, I think it's not about the dogs. I think she just, uh, she's very clean. So, that, <laughs> so for some people, that's the motivation. For others, yes. they just don't like the animal itself. But I managed to have dogs. But it was always a struggle. It was always a struggle. But yeah, I've, I've had dogs growing up. And all my friends had dogs. And I was always from a young age that I can't explain it. I was always attracted to that, to the dog. Yeah. It's an unexplainable feeling. And I know that because I grew up with dogs too, it was a very special relationship that I shared with the dog that I grew up with and um, something that remains indelible in, in, in my memories and also in my heart. Yep. Now I understand through also the scripture that the name of God, when Moses met God in the burning bush, mm-hmm. Moses asked him, what is your name? He said, I will be as I will be. In Hebrew, it's eheye, asher eheye. It's three words. And eheye is also the havaya, is also the really, it means the here and now. And the three words mean, even if you translate it as I will be, as I will be, it means that I'm going to be what I'm going to be, which means that it's going to be in the moment. Now, in addition to that, and this is normally is not translated, the middle word as in Hebrew is asher, it's also the word for happiness. So it means that it's not just important to live in the moment, but ultimately it's important to enjoy the moment or at least appreciate the moment. So the moment can be happy, the moment can be sad, but you have to be fully in the moment. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is the most important lesson that that dogs teach us. Yes. The word in for a dog in Hebrew is Kelev, you know, like the name Caleb. Yes. That actually, you know, represents the loyalty of the Caleb even in the Bible. But the word itself, Caleb, can be read as two words, Ke Lev. And the word Lev in Hebrew is heart. 
and ke is as. So basically, dogs are hearts on four legs. Wow. That's amazing. You know, some people operate from the mind. Some people uh, operate from, you know, their kishkas, as we say. You know, we operate <laughs> from different places. But dogs bring us right into our heartness. Oh, that's so beautiful. How did you find your way to America? Finished my army service in uh, February 95. You know, every Israeli usually after the army service goes on a a long trip, on a journey, spiritual journey, a physical journey. And uh, I traveled a little bit in Europe, and then I came to New York, and I wasn't sure that I'm going to stay here. I I thought to maybe go back to Europe. But I felt home as I landed in Kennedy. Oh, that's great. uh, And I've been here uh, for 25 years now. Beautiful. And when you arrived, you I believe that you started to return to your studies. I went to school for four years. And for me, all those years of, of studying at Yeshiva University and coming back home with mind that could just go, got to explode now with all the information. And, and it's not just strictly information. It was a, a, a journey. It was a spiritual journey. And at that point, during that time, you had a dog. I had a dog, Susie, mm-hmm. and we uh, lived right across the street from uh, the park, Central Park. Oh, nice. That was amazing to me. She was my companion that when I would come back from a long day of school and take Susie to the park for two, three hours sometimes at night, and we would just walk around, and it was amazing. But... Um, there was a point where she was really going down and the vet said, you know, you should really put her down. And I wasn't ready and she wasn't ready. And I said, I I can't do that. And that really bought us three more months till she could really, she just couldn't even get up and I would have to carry her and she would just, sure. It was, it was the end. So for about uh, seven years, I didn't have a dog. My friend and I went to his uh, family's Thanksgiving dinner upstate. We're talking, just kind of waiting for dinner. And literally, we're having a conversation about dogs. And they ask me, so, you know, when are you going to get another dog? And I say to them, I don't know, whenever the right dog at the right time will come to my life. As Literally, I'm saying this, the phone rings, and my friend's nephew from another sibling that lives close by calls, and he's on the phone, and he says, "Um, I'm sorry, I can't come to dinner because we just had a litter of three. (laughs) And that was a natural birth. It wasn't like they weren't breeders or something. They were dog-sitting a toy poodle female. And they had the the Chihuahua male, and they just uh, hooked up. Yeah. So, <laughs> so three three puppies came out, and uh, so when that happened, we just looked at each other like, I guess that's the right moment and the right dog. So we knew that we we're going to take two of them. So there were two males and a female. My friend Roy took the the first puppy, called him Buster. I took the youngest uh, one, which was, uh, I called him Tig, or Buster and Tig, 
You know, the Buster Brown shoes. Oh, yes, absolutely. Buster Brown and his friend Ty. <laughs> yes. And then the female was the middle one, and she stayed in the family. So, and then, you know, Susie was never, I never really put her on a leash. The only time I needed the leash is to cross 59th Street into the, the park. Anyway, she never ran away. She never went anywhere. So she was always by my side. So when I moved actually to the country, I thought, you know, I would train Ty also to be next to me and without a leash. I went to the, to the store one day and normally he would walk next to me and he was in training and everything. And uh, I had just given him a bath and he didn't have the collar. So otherwise I would have probably had the, the leash because it was going to the, to the main street in Greenport. But when we came out of the dry cleaning, I went one way and he went the other. He was hit by the car and there was the people who hit him actually took me to the vet. And it was like a five minutes, the longest five minutes of my life. Of course. I held him. And I mean, later on, I realized he actually died in my arms, but he mm. looked at me and his eyes were open and he looked at me the whole time. And wow. when I got to the vet, I thought maybe they could still save him, but he was gone. Wow. That was a tragedy. And, and of course, now I'm, I don't move without the, the, the leash. Yeah, so, oh, I'm so sorry. So then I, I went through, you know, a year of, uh, let's say, mourning. Sure. And, uh, of course, also I blamed myself. And it was, it was a really terrible experience. And uh, one of the women that uh, heard the story in our area said, um, you know, I have a, have a, a Yorkie, a dog, and, uh, you know, you can mate her with, you know, with Buster. So we mated Buster with uh, Yorkie, and then Chaya came out. Oh. She's over six now. Uh-huh. And uh, they're good friends, Buster and Chaya. Oh, that's great. And they kind of look alike. Buster and Tyg did not look alike. The Buster is blonde. Tyg was black and white. But Chaya now looks just like Buster. So that's how he came about. The amazing companion. And Chaya means uh, life in Hebrew. I love it. And she's bringing me a lot of uh, life. And so she's a result of a, what we call Leverite marriage. <laughs> That's great. And I love that she's carried on the kind of the, the bloodline of Tyg so that there is a continuity there of some sorts. One of the most important, if not the most important story about not, not actually a dog, but it's the, the poor man's sheep mm -hmm. with the, the story of David when he kind of took Bathsheba from her husband and sent him to die in the war and he took the you know his wife the prophet nathan comes to him and says the parable about about the poor man's sheep but the way he describes it he says there was a, a poor man who had a sheep and she ate with him she slept with him she was with him in his house and then it says she was like a daughter to him Ugh. And I believe this is the only reference in the Bible, even though it's a parable, but it's still in the scripture, to tell us about an animal, how it is, once you bring it home, 
it is a family member. Yes. You know, in general, all God's creations, life, you know, dogs are part of the, the big concept of life, but they represent something that, you know, we tend to forget that at the end of the day, what we pursue is what is given to us. What is given to us is the now and, and here. Yes. And if we don't really enjoy it now and here, then we miss life. You know, and dogs just pull us right into that the moment. They don't stand on ceremony. They live here and they teach us this. This is a, such an important lesson. Mm. I so agree with you. And that's such a beautiful concept that I think is threaded and woven through so much of present day thought. And yet it's something that eludes so much of us because we're constantly reworking the past or thinking about the future and feeling ourselves paralyzed Mm -hmm. about the fears or the regrets. And yet it takes us away from this very moment, which is all we have. And it is, it's it's so beautiful. And I do believe that we can find the beauty. And as you mentioned, the happiness Mm -hmm. in this very moment. And Mm -hmm. truly, that is something that our dogs are constantly presenting to us and trying to teach us. So Rabbi Gotti, it was such a pleasure to speak with you. And um, I, I am sorry for your loss, but it sounds like Haya has created, has helped you kind of heal and move on and continue this great love of dogs that you have. Amen. Thank you again, Rabbi, for joining us today. You were such a wonderful guest. Oh, thank you so much. And uh, God bless. It was so fascinating to talk to Rabbi Gotti and get his different perspectives on the connection dogs have to humans through the lens of religion and particularly the Jewish faith. And while it is sad to hear what happened to his dog, Tig, it sounds like his new dog is already playing a key part in helping him work through the loss and find a new sense of life again. It does make sense since her name does mean full of life after all. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. This show is a production of As It Should Be, a content studio. It's made with the support of our producer and editor, Jack Summer. Special thanks to our composer and neighbor, Daniel Lampert, for creating the music for the show. You can subscribe to Dog Save the People on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, please leave a review or rating. You can also follow us on social media. You can also check out the Tiny Tim Rescue Fund, my foundation, at johnbartlettny.com. Enjoy a walk with your dog and make it a great day for both of you. Thank you.